0: Hey, what's up guys? It's Jamie here. Thank you so much for joining me in today's episode. What I'm covering today is a couple of things that I think are quite important as entrepreneurs that we need to master in order to be able to get ourselves through both the good times and the not so good times as affiliates and as entrepreneurs. Anyway, I look forward to catching up with you guys right after this. Hey, welcome back, guys. It's Jamie G here. First of all, I want to say a massive thanks for joining me in today's episode. And if you are new here, my name's Jamie. I cover internet marketing, affiliate marketing, how to get started online, and pretty much all things digital. If that's of interest to yourself, I'd love to have you guys join me. Feel free to hit the subscribe button. Or alternatively, you can find me on YouTube. I'm at uh, jamie-g.com forward slash YouTube. I look forward to seeing you guys around the internet somewhere. Alrighty, so what I'm talking about today is a couple of mindset things you need in order to basically make your way through this entrepreneurial journey. A couple of things I've learned and a couple of things I've observed. So first of all, I'll give you a little bit of background in this. Now I'm a bit of an NBA fan, Uh, I'm actually a Spurs fan, but in reality I actually just enjoy basketball, enjoy watching basketball, so therefore I don't really mind which teams are playing, I just enjoy the game. Now, at the moment, it's the 11th of June. I've just finished watching the uh, Toronto Raptors versus the Golden State Warriors. Now, if you follow basketball at all, well, let's be honest, the the Warriors have been a pretty dominant team over the last few years. This is their fifth straight finals appearance, of which they've won four of them. Pretty good streak, really. Now, having said that, there is a chance that they could go down to the Toronto Raptors. And one of their star players in the Toronto Raptors is a gentleman by the name of Kawhi Leonard. He uh, took about a year off with a supposed hamstring injury or or leg injury, I should say, when he was at San Antonio. And due to some controversy, which I personally don't know anything about really, I, I haven't actually followed up too much, but he ended up leaving San Antonio and refused to speak to the staff there, all that sort of stuff ended up getting traded to Toronto. And in his first season there, he took them from whatever position team they were up to number two in the entire league, which is pretty cool. Uh, actually, might be two in the East. I can't remember. Anyway, it doesn't matter. Uh, but what I really like about Kawhi is an interesting character. He seems almost robotic. He's very unemotional. Uh, and I guess because he's so unemotional... He's very hard to read. In fact, one of the, the final series appearances that he made was back in 2013. And it was quoted by Dwayne Wade. <laughs> After one of the games, he said, I, I, have, I don't even know what he sounds like. The guy just does not speak, which is pretty uncommon when you've got a bunch of highly paid athletes. Chances are there's probably a few prima donnas amongst them. So therefore, they like to trash talk. But Kawhi just goes about his business, he does what he does night in night out, he works really hard, he's obviously an incredibly great player, and I guess because of his stoic nature people tend to like him anyway. I certainly do, I think he's pretty cool. (laughs) Quite an eclectic character and I think because he's so different than the normal uh, people we see in the NBA, I think he's, uh, yeah, I find people warm to him. Why am I telling you all this though? Well, one thing, one of the characteristics of Kawhi Leonard is because of his stoic nature, he never gets too up, he never gets too down. Something bad happens, he just gets back on defense, plays harder. He doesn't yell at his teammates, doesn't seem to get angry. He's almost non emotional about the entire thing. When something good happens, he doesn't wave his arms around, he doesn't do huge celebrations. He also doesn't allow himself to get overworked, uh, worked up about certain things. Doesn't yell at refs, for example. He might shake his hands and you know, wonder why he didn't get a foul call from time to time, but he won't yell at them. Correct me if I'm wrong here as well. I, I personally have never seen it, so if you're an avid NBA fan and you have been studying his career, you've seen him blow up at refs, then that's fine. Leave a comment. Let me know. But anyway... There's something really important in how he does things and why I think it is something that we need to adopt as entrepreneurs. Back when I was in sales, I worked uh, in an environment where we're making between one and two hundred calls per day. And as you can imagine, you'd face your fear, bit of rejection along the way. And if I wasn't making sales, then I'd get emotional about it, get frustrated As much as I tried to relax, when I was speaking with people, I ended up becoming even more frustrated. But the downside of that was, the more frustrated I got, the worse my sales became. So then I'd have this almost desperate energy on the phones, because I needed to make that sale. And I think the people on the other end of the call could smell it. (laughs) And it would go and backfire against me contrast that with one of the most successful salespeople I've met in my life and this guy he was a positive character and I have a bit of a joke here and there but he'd never get down if he didn't make a sale that day he'd never get down about it he'd never get down if someone said they were going to sign something and never did he wouldn't get overly worked up in a good way if he made a whole bunch of sales that day he'd internally celebrate. He think great, good job. Okay, next call. And I think because of that unemotional nature, he was able to ride out the times when things were lean. He had the exact same attitude regardless of what his results were. Whereas myself and perhaps some of the other people in the office, we'd get drawn into the emotion of it all. We'd follow the highs and the lows. We would get wrapped up in the celebrations. Yes. Made five sales today, amazing. I mean, I remember one day I made eight sales in a day. At the time, that was a company record. Worked out to be potentially, I think 150K worth of revenue, something like that. Pretty impressive, so I was quite happy. And I celebrated, and everyone celebrated with me. Then I went on a slump, and I didn't get sales for four days. And I struggled again and I started thinking maybe I fluked it until I was able to withdraw myself from the situation mentally, focus on the process, let go of the outcomes and magically again I would start making sales, two to three a day without fail. So what's the lesson here? Do you have to be stoic and unemotional all the time as an entrepreneur? No. Can you not celebrate? Yeah, no, you can absolutely celebrate. You can enjoy it and you can be passionate about what you're doing. But at the same time, you gotta understand that everything you do in business and especially affiliate marketing if you're going down that route, it's a process. Every piece of content you put out there is part of that overall process. It's another cog in the wheel. Sometimes one particular cog is not gonna do anything. I've had pieces of content out there for months Months and months and months that do nothing, that get less than 10 views. We're pretty sure those views are my wife, myself, and my mother. Bless her. Bless them both, actually. But it's part of the overall goal. The goal is to produce a lot of content. And yes, sometimes I find it really frustrating. I will do solid keyword research on a video I'm about to do. I will work out what the top people in my niche have done. I'll see if I can do it better. I put a lot of effort into recording the video and planning it out. I record it. It takes me a long time to edit it. I add funny graphics in. I do little sub clips. I make it entertaining for people. And I still only get 10 views. (laughs) But that's part of the process. I know that I could fluke it and I might go viral with one video but it's highly unlikely. In fact, virality used to be the thing that people would try and pitch as part of a course, how to make your content go viral. But nowadays, so many people are producing content, it's more like the consistency is the virality. So being consistent and staying focused, staying unemotional about the process, understanding that every video and every piece of content that you create might not be a winner. You might not hit a home run with it. To give you another example, last week there was a launch that came out, I was really looking forward to it, it provided extremely good value, it was $13 for over 10 traffic-sucking techniques, it was really good, I was happy to send it out to my list, I thought it was going to do great things, lo and behold, I made zero sales, nothing. I don't even know if I made over 10 clicks to the sales page, nothing at all. And over $1,500 worth of bonuses, nothing. Frustrated? Yes, it is frustrating. Ideally, you want everything to work in your favor. And maybe a year from now, if I did that same process again, there'll be improvements I could make. Or maybe a year from now when I have a bigger online presence, Maybe I would get a dozen sails. Maybe it's just because I'm a small fish in a big ocean that I didn't get any sails to start with. But at the same time, for me, it's the process. I now can take that information, I can learn from it, I can work out if I did anything wrong, I can learn whether it was just too saturated, too competitive, and I can go after it in a different way at another time. I understand that that is just one piece of content. Another example I'd like to bring up at this point is another situation. I've mentioned this recently in my podcasts. I created a video around about three and a half months ago now. And it sat there in in cyberspace doing absolutely nothing. And I mean nothing. I don't even know if I got five views. In fact, I had to manually watch the video myself a couple of times to get the view count up. Not exactly ideal, one must admit. Now, again, I didn't get emotional about it. It was one piece of content. Fast forward three and a half months, and now I start to see a trickle of sales coming in. But the great thing is that the price of the product I'm promoting doubled, and as part of that, so did my commissions. So every time I get a sale, that's now worth $100 to me. Pretty damn good stuff. So the takeaway in that part of it is... Yes, celebrate the wins. And yes, it's human nature to be frustrated with when things don't go your way as an entrepreneur. But if you can concentrate on having an even keel with your emotions, you're going to be able to ride those storms out. The winds will still be good. You can still celebrate those. You can give yourself permission to celebrate them. But the losses won't feel as bad because you know it's part of a process. The downside and the lack of cash flow won't feel so bad. You won't have that same pressure on yourself because you understand it's a process. Sometimes you make a lot of money. Sometimes you're going through a drought. It's just part of business. Affiliate marketing is absolutely no different. It's a business. Sometimes you have a great product launch. Sometimes you don't. So there you have it. Being unemotional in affiliate marketing is one of the keys to success. Celebrating your wins is great. Getting frustrated at your losses is normal. But the more you can be even keeled, the better your results are going to be overall. So that's all I wanted to get out there today, folks. I know it's a little bit of a short one. But hopefully, it helps you think about a few things along the way. You can start seeing affiliate marketing in a different line. It comes back to that thing of it treating it like a process, treating it like a business. So anyway, I wish you all well and I will see you guys in the next one. Thanks for joining me. Bye-bye.